0: Hey, what's up, hello? Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an aro-ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a dummy straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything
1: else we just don't understand. On today's episode, micro ace Sounds, Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> Back to the pod. Ah, You're the worst. I I have nothing to say there. Still, you need to come up with something. Um, Everyone, go vote on what I should say. Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Today, we're talking about what I have decided to call micro which is not your best pun, but also not your worst. I've you know? done I've
0: done worse. Um, I made a really really bad pun when we were watching Zombieland last night.
1: I don't remember what it, it was, was, but so I remember it was good. bad. It was Christopher Columbus. Oh, that was really bad. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, it was bad. If you so, know Zombieland... You you probably you... won't get it, because it's so bad. <laughs> okay, anyway. That was a good movie. <laughs> um. So, basically, I I caution to call these things that we're going to be talking about, like, truly microaggressions. But also, basically, the... What I'm talking about is like little things that happen in life, or like little ways that people talk about things that are like slightly aphobic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when we did our advice episode two episodes ago, one of the questions was like how to correct your language in the same way that you would for non binary people by saying they and them. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the similar way to do that for ace people? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah talked a little bit about um, things she thought, and I was like, I'm going to save my thoughts because I wanted to do this episode. Mm-hmm. So basically, I have some, um, like instances that happened in my life that I think are, like, good examples of what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But if you hear weird noises in the background, you have extra people in our house.
0: Because, um, it's current, we're currently in a polar vortex mm-hmm.
1: here in the United States of America. Well, really,
0: it's the Midwest that's, yeah, but the it's still, it's really the whole country. Yeah. Um, and we've had our second day off of school in a row, which never happens. For our happens. university, this is,
1: like, the third day off of school for, like, colder snow in, like, 50 years. Yeah. It's only happened, like, three times in the last 50 years. Yeah. Um, and we've had two in a row. And some of our pipes froze, and...
0: Our toilets won't flush, and so it's, they're, it's trying to, they're trying to fix it. It's a wild day in our house, you know? <laughs> and we, we had to turn the temperature down because there was a fire, there was a natural gas fire. Is that why we had to turn them yeah. down? That's why they sent that emergency be- alarm? Because they were afraid that oh if people Lord. kept it too high, there would have been oh heat that would have had to be cut oh off goodness. completely in some areas. And so they were like, you gotta turn it down. Oh my god. Luckily, my room is warm. We have a candle. Mm, lit. It is a very romantic picture. It's on romantic. Twitter from when we were recording, it this. is shaped like vanilla. No, it's scented like vanilla. Oh
1: my god! How <sighs> are you alive?
0: But anyway, that's a very long-winded way to say. Um, it's it's cold, it's cold out, and so there might be weird it's background noise. Negative <laughs> six, maybe, right now without wind chill. Um, no, it's negative. Oh, it's actually only zero degrees. Oh. Which is like what negative twenty Celsius?
1: Yeah, around there.
0: It's pretty bad. It was pretty cold though.
1: Actually, was out for like two seconds. Zero later. degrees is really not bad right now. Oh, it's like warm, and it's been sunny. We know. Yeah. Anyway, on to what? I'm sorry that I love the sun. Oh. <laughs> Delete the sun. No, no, don't. I need it. It's a funny meme. Okay.
0: Anyway, long-winded way to say sorry for the background noise is that you probably won't even hear. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah classic. Um. Where should I start? I don't know. This is, for once, this is your topic, not mine. I know, this mine. is my... Alright, so I guess where I'll start is something that happened in my life mm, a couple months ago. Um, and I went back and forth about whether I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Um, but it's kind of what got me thinking about this and, like, the way people talk about other people's sexualities and stuff. So uh, And it was also, like, um, a big moment in my sexuality, I guess. Or the first time I had experienced something like this, uh, when Sarah got to witness it, I sure did <laughs> very up close and personal. So, um, yeah, so I started um dating someone two months ago, yeah, ish. Um, and it's someone that we're on the Quidditch team with, so I have like we have a lot of mutual friends, like we're in the same like friend group and stuff, so it was very like public I guess when we started dating you know the team likes to have gossip and everything mm-hmm. so basically we were having like a girls guys night and my um now boy- like a
0: girls night and ended guys yeah night. separately separately
1: and so my which um, is
0: very binary we know yeah
1: I we can get into that maybe another time because <laughs> I have some I have some thoughts about it but um especially for a sport that has anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> not the time Um, so he, uh, my boyfriend now was over there and, like, one of the guys was talking to him about, like, how things were going, whatever, and he was like, well, you know she's demisexual, right? And, um, my boyfriend was like, yeah, like, I know, and the other guy was like, well, you know that means, right? And he was like, yeah, like, I, I know, I get it. And so, and then later, my boyfriend was telling me that this is ha- had happened. And it turns out, like, it was not malicious. The other guy actually wanted to know if he just had listened to this podcast. And, like, that's where he was going with it. Mm-hmm. But I was... I had never been confronted with, like, someone else talking about my sexuality without me being there before. Mm-hmm. And in a way that, to me, came off as, like well, you know she's demisexual, right? Like, yeah. there's something wrong with her. Yeah. Which obviously was a big jump for me to make. That it was someone... a big... You
0: came in and you were very upset and I, like, didn't know what to tell you. Yeah. Because I just, like... I I got why you were reacting so strongly, yeah. but also I was like... I wouldn't personally
1: be reacting this strongly in this situation. Right. So Well it was it was a weird it had been a weird day and I'm someone that's very sensitive to like what other people say about me in the first place. No. <laughs> 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 Therapy. Um so, I, yeah, I like stormed into Sarah's room. I was at a different building close to where we live, and I had like sped, walked home, like hyperventilating, and I had like slammed, slammed the door, to the door house. I like, had the been, house, like, I had been sleeping. Yeah. And I woke up with just like you slammed the house the door. like shook. I like ran up to Sarah's room and was just like staring at her, like hyperventilating. <laughs> and and, like, I was, so I'm like, sobbing. I'm half awake. Like, <laughs> she was just like laying there, like, what? So, I mean. Not the reaction as strongly as I should have had, but also, like, I had never experienced anyone else needing to have a personal stake in my sexuality, Mm -hmm. and, like, because, I mean, to me, like, the only person, the only people my sexuality should really matter to is, like, me and whoever I'm dating, Mm -hmm. and then, like, that should be it, so it it was very weird to hear other people, like trying to have a stake in it, and having opinions about my dating life, like, based on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know. That was, it, not as big as it needed to have been, probably. It was bigger than it should have yeah, been. Yeah, you keep saying that wrong. <laughs> Whatever. It was bigger than it should have been, but also, like, I, th- was interesting for me since I don't usually confront my sexuality at all. Outside of this podcast. Yeah. Um, which I, and I've started... And you only do
0: it because of this podcast.
1: Right. Yeah. And, like, I feel like since then I've become a... I've confronted it more.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: anyway, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but I thought I would share it. It was,
0: it was just, like, the first time that it really, like, slapped you in the face that, like, this is a thing that other people can and may talk about yeah. in regards to you.
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, because I had previously not thought of it too much as part of my identity, mm-hmm. but that kind of shoved it in as like, no, this has to be part of your identity now. Yeah. Like you, you can't just like have it a little bit and then yeah. not, you know.
0: Yeah. So and I guess that's something I've never really thought about. Is like, I'm sure I know that other people have talked about my sexuality yeah. without me being present because there are people who know about my sexuality that you who haven't told. I haven't told. Yeah. Um, and so. I, j- I just know that yeah and so it doesn't bother me that much but i also have a different relationship to my sexuality yeah. because i've i've had more time just with like me and my sexuality yeah, just hanging to, like, out chill. yeah whereas your kind of uncovering and realizing you were dummy was
1: a fairly public thing Thing yeah. Because it happened on this podcast. That's, yeah, I guess I've never thought about that, is I've, yeah, I've never just had it And I, for me.
0: And I think sometimes we forget how public this podcast is, because, like, especially those early episodes, we didn't have that many listeners. Yeah. But, like, and, like, when we're recording it, like, we are both just sitting here in my room staring at each other yeah. with this candle. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, yeah. I think especially now that we have, like, the Discord and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, we're having a lot of interaction with people who listen, yeah. it's becoming more apparent to us, like, the reach of the podcast, yeah. and so it's just something that we maybe think about differently now.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, definitely that, this is, like, turning into, like, not what this podcast was supposed to be about, but I <laughs> it it, sure is. I think it's interesting, though, but I think, like, even since the two weeks we've had the Discord, like, demisexuality has even now become a bigger part of my identity, because, mm-hmm. like... Previous, like, I still struggle with, like, feeling straight in queer places and feeling queer in straight places, mm-hmm. but even recently, that started to change, and I've started to identify more in all spaces as more queer. Like, I've the other, that. the other day, some, one of our friends was like, you're straight, and I was like, no, I'm not. Like, don't say that. So, yeah, I think just being able to interact with other people like me, who I, it's just, it's solidified that identity more. Mm-hmm. So, it's been interesting. Yeah. Microwave Where were we? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so there was um, a couple instances that I've noticed, like, past, and we we had an email, and it's, like, the one email we haven't responded to, so this, like, person, like, is probably is not applicable to this person's life anymore, Good. but also, like, I didn't know how to, anyway, so this person emailed in and was saying that they're in a Spanish class, and- Oh, this w- is an old email. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, because I didn't know how to, because then I was like, oh, maybe we'll mention this in an episode, so I'm very sorry, (laughs) ma'am. They were basically saying, like, I'm in a Spanish class, and we have these exercises to do to practice, like, writing in Spanish, like, oh, if you could have a celebrity girlfriend or boyfriend, who would it be? Like, write a letter to whoever with ideal traits of your, like, made-up significant other, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And this person was like, basically, she doesn't mean for these things to be offensive or or mm-hmm. anything, but, like, it bothers me, and, like, I don't It's very know how to breach that.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, like, I can get why that would be a good exercise when learning a language, because it's forcing you to, like, use, use all these things that you're and, yeah. learning, but, like, there are more thoughtful ways to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think what's really hard about this and, like, other situations that I have is that, like, people truly just, like, don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they don't even stop to think about, like, oh, dating and sex might not apply yeah, to other people. Or even just, like, they don't think about the fact that people's
0: ideal significant other might be the same gender as them. Right. Or, you know, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And so... I think we've gotten to a place now where, like, that's starting to be more, like, in language people make sure to say, like, oh, do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend or, or, or do, you have a do you have a partner? Yeah. I've recently wanted to start using the word partner to me, the word,
0: the one thing with the word partner is that it sounds more, uh, like, serious yeah. than, like, boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, when I think of partner, I think of, like, you've been together yeah. for a long time. You're, it's maybe something more like a marriage. My
1: one thing with it, though, is, like, it is gender neutral. It is. So which like, is good. So, because, like, my... My one feminist professor uses the word partner, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, what gender? And then she mentioned, she used, like, the word he, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, I wonder why she's, like, using that word. Because it's gender Cause neutral. Because it's gender neutral, so I think. Anyway, that's just some musing I've been having recently. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so My I, boo. Ew, that's <laughs> disgusting. Hey. <I'm bay>. Ew. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't. Um. <laughs> So I think we've like people are st- stop singing at me softly. Stop,
0: don't no, please, Mom, I'm a big girl. Now. Okay, sorry. Continue.
1: Anyway. <laughs> um, so I think people are starting to get better about that, but like since so many people don't even know asexuality is a thing, yeah. like Yeah. It's just like they have no idea. And if they don't
0: know what it is, you can't expect them to consider us. Right. So it's we have to let them know we exist. But right. that's always so much easier said than done. Oh,
1: yeah, because, you know, you have to have your hour lecture. Yeah. Um, another one. Prepare a PowerPoint. Yeah. Maybe even a Prezi. Oh, my god, a whole Prezi. (laughs) (laughs) We should, like, make a Prezi and then make it public so people can just, like, like, here, here's a template you can use My god. for public service. Why a Prezi? (laughs) You said it. Maybe even a Prezi. <laughs> it's just so complex that you need all those moving parts. You of a really Prezi, do. You know? um, another one that was kind of similar was I was in a psych class last semester. We were, we had to like run our own research projects. Mm-hmm. And they're really small. We just like, used the twenty other people in our class. Mm-hmm. But this one girl did a research project where basically she like had half the class come into the room and fill out the survey about. It was basically, like, you had to weigh the pros and cons of, like, an open versus closed relationship, and she was trying to figure out, like, and then, so, the other half of the class came in, and she was playing, like, a sexual song, and then she Mm -hmm. had people weigh the options or whatever, Mm -hmm. and so her hypothesis was, like, oh, you, you prime people with sex, and they're gonna go more towards, like, an open relationship or something. Okay. I don't know. I didn't explain it very well, but that doesn't really matter. So, at the end of the class, we had to, like, give presentations to the whole class about, like, here's what I found. Here was what my research project was about, blah, blah, blah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And basically, so she was describing it in the beginning, like, why she wanted to research this. And she was like, you know, sex is something that affects us all. We all come from sex. We're all going to have sex. Blah, blah, blah. The first two are correct. Yeah, but... Literally Third one is not. So I was like looking down while this cause all these presentations are super boring. So I was kind of just like looking at my hands, I remember, and like not really paying attention. And then she said that and I remember looking up because I was just like it kind of just like hit me like that's yeah. very interesting. And the people like the kid I was saying nice to kind of looked at me like, hey, like <laughs> what? and um but I remember just kinda like looking up and being like mm-hmm. not true. That's a very heavy statement to make. It is. That, like, oh, we're all just gonna have sex. And even the concept that we all came from
0: sex, listen, artificial insemination is... It's happening. It's
1: happening. Cause, yeah, because that's not... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sexual acts have to be done at some point to get the sperm, I guess. It depends on but you
0: define a sexual act, too. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I guess, Yeah. Yeah. So, no...
0: Anyway. She's wrong
1: on all counts. <laughs> um, and then the one other thing that I noticed, I, so this feminist class I'm taking, we had, like, our first day she was kind of just, like, laying out vocab and stuff, and so she was explaining the difference between sex and gender for people, because, you know, some people know. haven't no. had exposure to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was also talking about, like, sexuality, and she, uh, you know, there was a list of different sexualities, mm-hmm. and Ace wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hmm. hmm I was, I looked at it and it was like, you know, buy pan, et cetera. And I was like, uh, worthy, mm-hmm. etcetera.
0: Et yeah.
1: Yeah. And like later in the class, I've mentioned asexuality a couple times in the class just mm-hmm. because, um, it's been pertinent to the discussion, like some things we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and so she knows how, but like, so yeah. I, I don't know. It's very, I just, I was just kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Even here yeah like nah
0: yeah and it sucks because there's a certain burden that comes with being the educator in that situation and i said this a bunch of times we are going to do an episode about this it is on that list of things to do yeah um i don't remember when we scheduled it but um like the idea that like you have to you is your duty
1: to like explain can get fucking exhausted yeah well because like in this tired in this class i think what i had actually we were talking about just kind of like intersectionality in the the issues of having kind of multiple identities that kind of like mesh together and get confused Mm -hmm. so i think i had actually been talking about this thing of like feeling queer in some places and feeling straight in other places Mm -hmm. so i had to start this by explaining what demisexuality was Mm. and i kind of started it i was like um so, I this is kind of complicated. I don't know. I'm just gonna, whatever. And it was, like, a very weird, like, I didn't know, I didn't know where to start with these people. Yeah. Of, like, what, because then I had to, ex- like, and our teacher had mentioned briefly, she was like, I learned about this in grad school, how people are now, like, like, we talked about this a lot in grad school, people, like, separating romantic and sexual attraction. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yes, we're starting somewhere. She yeah. knows that. But, like. She learned it in grad she school. Knew. But it was hard because I I didn't even know where to start with people to talk about this issue. And you don't know how much they know. Yeah. Like,
0: especially if it's, like, in front of a group. Yeah. It's, like, they all have different, like, varying levels of understanding.
1: Yeah. And also, like, I know for a fact that, like, some of the people in the class are gay because they had talked about it, and Mm -hmm. then I was like, well, also, how much do I want to talk about this because of gatekeeping? Like, I know no one in the middle of a class discussion is going to, like, stand up and tell me no, but, like, they could think it. Gatekeeping. Nope. (laughs) Nope. So, I guess that kind of leads to the question of, like,
0: microaggressions as just a whole, they don't always have to be intentional.
1: Oh, they usually are. And they're usually
0: not, but, like, I guess the fact that they're not intentional is, like, sometimes it's almost worse, because it's, like...
1: Because you can't... How do you address that? Yeah,
0: it's just, like, I'm just being ignored Mm
1: -hmm. rather than someone is saying you're horrible. You yeah. Because, like, you can make policies, like, in a workplace or in a classroom against someone saying something openly, like, mm-hmm. homophobic or aphobic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you can physically, like, know where the line is for that. Yeah. Basic, like, or yeah. more easily know where the line is for that. But, like, how do you know where to draw the line on microaggressions? How do you punish someone for right. a microaggression if right. oftentimes they are unintentional or, like, other people who they don't affect aren't even going to notice that they're happening. Yeah. And
0: also, just, like, a point of discussion with microaggressions in general is that, like, some people are like, well, why does it matter? There are bigger issues at hand. And it's like, that's true, but microaggressions do impact people. And if, if people, if a little baby ace is going through their life constantly seeing these things of, like, oh, everyone is gonna have sex, everyone is gonna this, everyone is supposed to do this, that can influence the way they think and the way they think about their own sexuality, and that can be detrimental to them. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, no, it's not, like, segregation. But, like, it's, yeah, it's still something that shouldn't
1: exist and does yeah and i think i i think it was like an org psych class that we had talked about this in because you know microaggressions in the workplace or whatever Mm -hmm. it's oftentimes like if it's an all-out aggression Mm -hmm. like you can easily see that and then just say to yourself like that person's ignorant like they're Mm -hmm. like that it's on them like it's that person's fault that that just came out of their mouth but with microaggressions because they're kind of maybe like you don't even notice them fully mm-hmm. and there's not anything you can like really pinpoint to blame a lot of times yeah. the blame goes on yourself yeah because there's nowhere else to put it because it's all really fuzzy
0: and you're just like oh i'm just taking things too personally or like i'm you right. know which isn't necessarily true
1: right so like because there's nothing external to blame it on a lot of times it just won't be personally and then that's just like really detrimental yeah. to how you feel about yourself yeah that's some dumb shit <laughs> how so what do we do help me well so what i wrote down in here is that like and like kind of an answer to that person's tweet from a couple weeks ago of like how do you be more inclusive in the same way, stop moving your tongue. I can see myself in my reflection oh, of my microphone. Oh my god. You're <laughs> sticking my tongue out of my You're so annoying. <laughs> um, But, like, the way to be more inclusive. So, I mean, like, first, everyone would need to be educated. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a barrier for another time. Mm-hmm. But once you are educated mm-hmm. and you do, like, know that asexuality exists, it's just that, like, not making the basic assumption that, like, sex and relationships are an inherent natural thing Mm -hmm. that, like, everyone in the world is going to participate in. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I see as, like, the issue is the way people talk about anything. It's just these Mm -hmm. broad blanket terms. Because it's like, it is a natural
0: thing, but it's not inherent and universal to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, just by using language that's more... Inclusive, and that's you know, just being thoughtful and careful about different sexualities and genders and stuff that will normalize it for other people. And so, you're kind of low key teaching them, even if you're not Mm -hmm. straight up being like, This is asexuality, like that sort of thing. Like, you're normalizing the thought that you're saying, you know, if you get married or in a relationship or you know, just that sort of stuff normalizes it for your peers. It normalizes it for, like, kids. Mm-hmm. And that is only going to be helpful.
1: Yeah. Even I if think... it's
0: not, like, explicitly talking about asexuality. Yeah, because
1: I think a big thing is people will be like, oh, when you get married or, like, mm-hmm. when you first have sex. And it's, mm-hmm. like, for many people, maybe that is a when thing, mm-hmm. but, like, it's not for everyone. And some people think it's a when thing and then it turns out to not be.
0: Right. So... Yeah, that's something that I think my mom especially has has been careful to try and be more thoughtful about when she's speaking to, like, specify, like, if you get married, if mm-hmm. you have kids, that sort of Can thing.
1: Can I tell you something that's really upsetting? Sure. So, my parents, like, know about the podcast or whatever, and mm-hmm. they know that you're asexual and everything, and sometimes I'll, like, go home or be catching up with my parents, and my dad will be like... So, is, like, Sarah interested in anyone? Has anything, like, changed? Like, mm. and I always tell him, like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, she could change her mind, but,
0: like... But it's not necessarily a likely thing.
1: Right. And so, what I've... What I... If this happens again, what I realize I need to say to him is, like, why aren't you asking me if my friend Miranda is now interested in girls yeah like why isn't that as natural of a question to you to ask about people changing their mind on things or whatever because Miranda's interested in boys and so that's normal
0: right you know
1: yeah so like yeah sometimes he'll just like ask because he he does his best with a lot of things but sometimes he especially like about masculinity he's kind of like a well he's a guy so of course he's gonna do that and I get on him a lot about that So, he does his best, but he still Mm -hmm. says some weird things sometimes, as old people do. Um, But, yeah, sometimes he just... Calling your father old. (laughs) He is, like, 55, so, yes. Um, But, yeah, sometimes he'll say stuff like that, and I'm like, no, she's not. Yeah. Like, no.
0: Yeah. And then when people say stuff like that, it makes me reticent, like, if for some reason that did change and i was into somebody i wouldn't want to tell
1: right those because then it just seems like you're proving because
0: then it seems like i'm validating their thought that it's just a phase or that it's something that should (laughs) change or will change
1: so we love that yeah (laughs) not yeah
0: yeah they can't see your thumbs up
1: kayla just know that i'm giving Okay. and ironic They also stuff.
0: can't see or smell our candle, but it's really giving us a mood.
1: <laughs> it's... She's there, you know? Yeah. You could put your microphone really close. Maybe they could hear it. <laughs> that candle for Christmas. So, like, these are... These are things in my life that in the past, like, maybe couple months I've noticed. But, like, has any Have you ever... Because I would think that you might be even more sensitive to micro than I am. Yeah,
0: probably. So, like, I might have a more... More sensitive sensor...
1: Yes. You know? Because I think a lot of times it affects you more. Because when people say, like, oh, when you get married or when you have sex, to me it's like, yeah. yes, those things hopefully will happen. Yeah. So, like, have you ever had an experience that you remember with that kind of stuff?
0: <sighs> Honestly, not really, because it's just so ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. that I just don't, they don't stand out to me. Because they happen constantly. And because I did grow up thinking that I was going to do these things it it's kind of like i had to change my viewpoint and look at it back in hindsight of like oh yeah <laughs> like yeah. and so it's i notice it more now but like i'm i'm so used to it and that sucks <laughs> yeah but i'm just it's standard honestly and i wish it weren't but it is yikes i mean do you have that experience where like in hindsight you realize stuff
1: was bad now that you understand? I mean, I think in the past, like, couple years since we've been doing this, like, I notice more things mm-hmm. just because people say things like people said in class, that I kind of, like, just to, like, pique my interest, because I'm like, oh, I feel like we've talked about stuff like this on the podcast, or, like, mm-hmm. I, I just, like, notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... You're right, though. It's so ingrained. Like, those are a few instances of things that, like, I've noticed, but... It's happening constantly. It's happening, like, are, maybe those are just, like, bigger moments Mm -hmm. that I notice it, and maybe there are, like, small things all the time that I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I have, that are, just, they just, like, pass by. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, I even find myself saying stuff that I have to correct, where it's, like, I, like, I even assume that the person I'm talking to is gonna get married, and then I have to fix it myself. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. just because you're under the ace umbrella doesn't mean that you can't make this mistake yourself, Mm -hmm. because it has been ingrained into us in such a way since we were born. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I find myself correcting my language at times, um, and that's, I mean, that's the best you can do. Like, Even, I've started being careful to say... Like, if you get married, even mm-hmm. to people who I know want to get married. Yeah. Because it's like. You don't know. They, you don't know. Like, yeah. they want to, but I, I don't know. You don't, yeah, you're not real. You can say when if someone's fucking engaged. Like, I. Like, even then, it
1: could be worse. Even, even then, out. you never you don't know. want to jinx it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I've been trying to be more thoughtful, even with people who I know are straight or who I know are interested in marriage. I'm still more careful about the language I use so that it it normalizes this idea mm-hmm. that not everyone is on the same track.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's like a, maybe an easy way to start the education. Cause maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to be having that hour long lecture with people about asexuality, mm-hmm. but at least in like, not even having to bring up any type of sexuality, mm-hmm. but at least reminding people like, Hey, like, I don't know, maybe this person isn't going to get married. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to say that or like, and if,
0: and if someone questions it in that situation, you don't necessarily have to out anyone mm-hmm. or, or say anything about the ace community if you don't feel comfortable doing it. Like, you can just be like, well, you don't know. Yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> and especially now that I think it's becoming more common for people to be like, I don't want to get married. I'm mm-hmm. just going to stay with this person, mm-hmm. like, forever, yeah. but we're not going to get married.
0: Yeah. So I guess then there there's kind of the question of like what happens when you're faced with microaggressions and like how do you talk to people that have been microaggressing you <laughs> um because that can be a very difficult conversation to have because a lot of times it feels like an attack on that person mm-hmm. when you're genuinely just trying to inform them but because they don't understand it feels Like you're coming after their character or something. So, I guess, do you have any ideas as to how to do that?
1: I mean, the one way I can think of it, like, as trying to separate, because I think it could come off as, like, super personal. Yeah. Because it is. You're basically telling someone, like, I don't like how you're saying things. Right. And oftentimes they might not even realize they're saying it. So, maybe just starting with, like, hey you know how society ingrains us from the beginning that blah 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 because I mean like mm-hmm. a lot of times it might not be that specific person's fault that they're saying things like that yeah if you look at it on like a macro level
0: they don't they don't know any different
1: right like they're just saying that because that's how they grew up like culturally so maybe just like talking to the person and kind of realizing together that like, this is a cultural thing, and like this is hard for both of us because it's probably really ingrained in both of us. Mm-hmm. So, like even just noticing at first, like oh yeah, I think this because of society of yeah. like I think that's a good first step to stopping yourself, or at least noticing when you you yourself are doing microaggressions. Mm-hmm. That like why you're doing them, yeah, and you can also just like with the whole normalizing
0: thing. If someone says when so and so gets married. You can just come back and be like, yeah, if so-and-so gets married, blah, blah, blah. You don't Mm -hmm. have to make it a thing. Yeah. Just kind of, just Mm -hmm. integrate it into the language and into the conversation. And that can do a lot of good in just exposing people to this idea.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, if you want to actually confront someone about it, maybe the society sucks route is the way to go. But I think you're right. It's just, like, slowly integrating it mm-hmm. or having conversations about it that don't involve sexuality at all. Yeah. Um Could be a more non con
0: Non-confrontational.
1: Non-confrontational yeah. way to do it. And
0: it also depends on your relationship with the person. Yeah. Sometimes you're just going to have to let it go. Yeah. Because depending on the situation you're in, it may not be... You may not feel safe doing it. You may not you may be fucking tired and you're, like, sitting on the subway and you're like, I don't I'm not doing this for right this. now. Like, yeah. it's it's always up to you whether or not you say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't don't feel obligated to say something all the time. But I feel like a lot of people, especially those who are under the umbrella or who are queer or who, who consider themselves queer allies, feel a certain obligation
1: to to help the community. Yeah. Um, what I would say is, as someone who has a very hard time keeping their mouth shut, Yes. Ever? Mm, can confirm. Hey. <laughs> you you said it. Yeah, but I'm self-conscious about it. <laughs> you said it. I know. Um so what I would say is like try to pick your battles. Yeah. Like just yesterday I was with some people who were talking about Caitlyn Jenner and basically there was some of the classic statements like yeah, she, it was something about, like, she shouldn't have won Woman of the Year because, oh, like... Oh, it, was, it was such a classic statement that a bunch of people have made about Caitlyn Jenner, uh, Like, it takes a man to win Woman yeah. of the Year. And one of the people was like, well, Bruce was facing a lot of charges that year and then became a woman and then got out of them. So some some stuff like that. And I truly like, didn't know the people very well that I was with and, like, was tired and didn't Mm -hmm. need to start a situation. And it took every molecule in my body to keep my mouth shut. Like, I was like, just, like, looking because I also have a very expressive face so I was just, like, looking. (laughs) I was just, like, muttering to myself. I was just, like, nodding. Now they "Mm -hmm. think you're crazy. That's fine, dude. That's fine. So I would... From someone who rarely picks their battles, pick your
0: battles. Pick your battles <laughs> for your own mental health. It's just sake. It,
1: well, yeah, because you, you just get yourself so worked up. Yeah, so pick your battles. Yeah, <laughs> pick your battles. Um, God. Do you
0: have anything else to add on this subject?
1: Just like try to be aware of what you're saying, I guess. Yep. Because even as Ace Umbrella people, I think a lot of times things just pop right out of your mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes that can be, like, difficult and, frankly, tiring to be thinking constantly about what mm-hmm. you're saying. But eventually, you'll normalize it for yourself, too. eventually it won't be a thing anymore. It'll mm-hmm. just be something you do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lit. Lit. Um. Kayla? Yes? What's our poll? No, I have an, amount, I have an announcement. <sighs> Kayla has a, an announcement. I have an announcement.
1: Good luck transcribing that one. <laughs> Sarah, do you know where people might be listening to this? <gasps> right now with their ears. They could be listening on Spotify. Someone right now could be on the green app oh, yes. listening to us. Sailor J, is, is that Sailor you? Sailor <laughs> J, blend that neck. <laughs> um, what a good video. Anyway. So We're on Spotify! We're on Spotify now. So we, business talk time. Business. Changed podcast providers. Mm Because we used to use Spotify to get our little RSS molecules out of there. No, we used SoundCloud. What did I say? Spotify. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. So we used to use SoundCloud to get our RSS link out to the She's doing weird hand motions. But SoundCloud wasn't really built for podcasts. And we're like professionals now it's built for um your mixtapes <laughs> those dank mixtapes <laughs> so we changed to a place called buzzsprout which lets you be on spotify and i bet they don't lay off 15
0: percent of their employees
1: yeah soundcloud's not doing too hot oh i was talking about buzzfeed oh fifth i think it's more than 15 percent because they had another round of layoffs oh, just the other day they did a the second round But, like, also, apparently, if you, like, say to your Alexa, like, play, sounds fake, but okay, like, she does it. I don't Mm -hmm. have an Alexa, so I couldn't know, but apparently that happens now. Yeah. So, anyway, this does, though, mean if you usually listen on SoundCloud, you might not be able to for a bit. I need to figure things out and make sure things don't double post. Yeah, there's,
0: just because of the changes, there's some complications.
1: Yeah, so... I'm gonna try and see if we can still be on SoundCloud, but it might start double posting things and getting weird. Yeah, so it might not happen, and you might have to migrate somewhere else. Sorry, but literally, like every tiny podcast app or like every podcast app I've been able to find, like I've Mm -hmm. either put us on it or they've found us. Yeah, already. Yeah. So, and plus one, why now?
0: Because
1: the FAU don't have like an iPhone. Or don't want to use Apple Podcasts. There's there. It's on the Google one, and it's on. It's, it's on, on Spotify. A, it's on Spotify. So <laughs> why do you need anything else? Yeah. So anyway, that's an exciting news update. Yes. Also, we now have some busy little bees working on transcribing.
0: Yes. Um. So some people in our Discord, which you can join, link for below. A fun time. Um, for karaoke, because one of one of the things we said in our things to do instead of being a phobic pod was you could um, transcribe our episodes for the deaf and hard of hearing, and um, some of our listeners actually started doing it. Yeah, and they, so which is wonderful. Yeah, and I'm so sorry for how fast we talk and how much we interrupt each other. We just have thoughts. We have thoughts. Um, so if you would like to be a part of that, you can join the little transcription. Uh, just like a little channel. Uh, like a channel. And on a Discord. On the Discord. Um, Where you can, like, claim little portions. Yeah. transcribe
1: them. It's pretty cute. Very and then
0: it will be more accessible.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy.
0: Yeah. Um, what's our poll for the week?
1: Mm. No.
0: What should Kayla say after I say, welcome back to the pod? Mm.
1: Yeah. Open response. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I I know we talk about cows and bears on this show, I'd like to share a new animal okay. while we're here. Oh, no, I know what it is. <laughs> she is called, let me find her full, the true name I want, the Pink Frogmouth Fish. Um, it's part of the, like, sea toad variety Of thing. I think it's also related to the anglerfish, which is very exciting. True facts about the anglerfish. And you can, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see a little picture of it pat-pat-patting around. Self-promo! Truly, but I just want to promote this animal. (laughs) And it is like a big blob of a fish and then just has two stump feet. Please Google it. Pink frogmouth fish. Please. Or just go to Kayla's Twitter. Just pat 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 its whole huge fatty body is supported by the tiniest little stub webbed feet (laughs) legs and it just pat pat pats around and I like how you've decided that that's the noise it makes look at it you tell me that thing doesn't pat around look at it it does I know it does so anyway um please just look her up she's so beautiful and it's my new favorite animal
0: oh it is a time indeed. It's uh, so ugly, I so love it. So, I guess, is is our... Or we can also have a poll of, like, have you noticed micro in your life?
1: Yeah. Yes, Have you ever are. been confronted with a micro Yeah.
0: And then, secondary poll is what should Kayla <laughs> say after <laughs> I say uh, welcome back to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... Did I do this out of order? Or was it, were we supposed to do beef first? Oh.
1: I forgot we had beef.
0: To I do. F- I forgot what order we do this podcast. Yeah, we're in. supposed to do. What's your beef of the week? My beef of the week is that BuzzFeed laid off fifteen percent of their employees because they want to make more profit. Question mark. But they're they, not
1: gonna. They laid off like all of their main creators. They
0: they laid off a lot of their news people. Yeah. Um. Like all of their like their whole national news desk, all but one of their LGBTQIA plus news people. Mm-hmm. I hope all those people get all lovely jobs by new people who treat them better and give them good
1: health All insurance. of, like, BuzzFeed, um, New Mexico? Yeah. Gone.
0: Uh, BuzzFeed
1: Spain? Gone. Ugh, God. Yeah. Yeah, so... Because they want to be more profitable. I feel like they're doing fine. They're doing fine. I think they're doing okay. Yeah. And how are they going to make profit when a bunch of people that people, like, went to BuzzFeed to watch? Yeah. Like, you know, so-and-so from BuzzFeed. A lot of mm-hmm. those people are just gone. And they told...
0: Then they were like, "You're free to apply to work as a freelancer," and no. everyone's like, "No, no, I'm not working as a fucking freelancer for you." Yeah, no. BuzzFeed makes me angrier by the day, but I can't stop watching. It's my such video. good content. Uh, I'm so glad that the Try Guys left.
1: I just need Ladylike to leave now. Ladylike needs to leave. Ladylike and I need the Unsolved guys to leave. Yeah, and then I'm then, I'm good. Then, then I'm out. Then I'm I've, I'm free. Yeah, I've unchained myself my beef of the week is my brain Mm. she thinks so much stop she needs to be stopped stop that's all also your brain
0: is a meat like beef you can find our poll and tell us about your Beef of the Week on our Twitter at soundsfakepod. We also have a Tumblr soundsfakepod.tumblr.com, or you can email us soundsfakepod at gmail.com. We usually answer, except for
1: that one. I swear we answer sometimes.
0: <laughs> um uh, we also have a Patreon. Our Patreon has been, um, blowing up recently.
1: I truly, like, don't know what happened. Oh my god,
0: thank you all very much.
1: Yeah, we... Uh, it's be-
0: it's because of the new patrons that we were able to put ourselves on Buzzsprout and thus yeah. On Spotify.
1: Yeah. It, so... In the past couple weeks, like, people have just been flowing in, and it, it means a lot to us. So. It sure does. Thank you.
0: Um, so our updated patron list yes. for, for our two-plus patrons. We have Keith McBlain, Roxanne Ellis, who is in space, Amy, and Austin Siegel? S-I-G-L? Is that Let high? us know. It seems German-ish, so I'm hoping I got that right. Um, our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Asritha Vinicoda, Austin Lay, Druffini, and Piano Fiano. Our $10 patrons are Kevin and Tessa. You can find them on Twitter at DirtyUncleKevin. Remember him? He's our bud. <laughs> at Tessa underscore M underscore K. You know who else is a ten dollar patron? Who? Sarah Jones. <gasps> she she's moved on us, she's up giving in the us world. more money. Um Sarah, we emailed you about what uh, you want us to promote. Please email me back. Uh let us know. Um and we have a fifteen dollar patron. What? Our
1: fifteen dollar patron
0: is Nathaniel White. Thanks, Nathaniel White. Also, please email us back, we also
1: emailed you. (laughs) Nathaniel gets to, if he would like, choose a topic for an episode, and we have to do it, unless it's nasty. Yeah. And I think we should, like, whatever it is, we should, if it's not something about asexuality, Mm -hmm. like, we have to relate it back to asexuality somehow. Yeah. Segway. We gotta. Yeah. But, yes,
0: those are all of our patrons. Thank you so much to our patrons. If you want to become a patron, and... (laughs) To make us happy <laughs> can be found at patreon.com slash sounds fake pod we also have our discord if you want to join that it's there are so many channels there's they're, so many eyeballs cows
1: everywhere they're karaokeing they they want to do karaoke they're doing karaoke together um, i truly don't know what happens in there i just check in from time to time and it's wild they seem happy so i'm happy
0: yeah <laughs> um <laughs> thank you for listening Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears.
1: And until then, take good care of your pink frog mouth fish. And your cows. Yes, cowfish.